Welcome to Children's Ministry Seminar Podcast, presented by Children's Ministries International. Every week, we look at children's ministry in the local church from a biblical perspective. Our host is Steve Cargis, founder and president of Children's Ministries International. Steve has served in children's ministry for nearly 50 years. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 3b to 8, it says, Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas, then to the twelve. Then he appeared to more than 500 brothers at one time, most of whom are still alive, though some have fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles. Last of all, as to one untimely born, he appeared also to me. The bodily resurrection of Jesus Christ is the greatest event in history, and it is essential to the Christian faith. There is no Christianity without the resurrection. Therefore, our faith stands or falls on whether this event actually happened. In the first four books of the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John give us their accounts of the resurrection and show us multiple evidences of its reality. In addition, each gospel writer contributes various details that, when combined, give us the complete picture of what happened on that first Resurrection Sunday. As you teach children about the resurrection of Jesus, there are six essential facts you must help them to learn and understand. 1. The resurrection of Jesus is not make-believe. It is not fiction. It is not a fable. It is not a myth. Jesus was a real person who died on the cross for the sins of all who would believe in him, and his physical resurrection happened at a specific place and time in history. 2. The Bible tells us that the Holy Spirit resurrected Christ under the authority of God the Father. See Romans 8 verse 11. Jesus did not raise himself. The Greek definition for risen means to be raised or awakened. Therefore, the resurrection of Jesus was accomplished by God. 3. God resurrected Jesus in bodily form. In other words, the crucified body of Christ that went into the tomb on Friday was the same human body, though a glorified one, that God brought back to life on Sunday. The proof of Jesus' bodily resurrection is found in God's Word. Remember, that is where we go for truth. After Jesus came out of the tomb, he appeared to people and was visible and seen by them. See Acts 1, verse 3. He spoke and his words were understood. See Luke 24, verses 36 to 49. He ate food. See Luke 24, verses 41 to 43. Jesus also invited his disciples to see and touch the wounds in his hands and feet. See Luke 24, 39. The scripture says that Jesus breathed on his disciples as a sign that they would receive the Holy Spirit in the days ahead. See John 20, verse 22. To be sure, following his resurrection, Jesus was a living, breathing person in the flesh. 4. 
Our Christian faith is not based on the empty tomb. It is based on the appearances of Jesus after his resurrection. During the 40 days between Jesus' resurrection and ascension to heaven, the scripture describes at least 10 appearances of Christ. Jesus appeared to Mary Magdalene at the tomb. Jesus appeared to the women on the road. Jesus appeared to the disciples on the road to Emmaus. Jesus appeared to Peter. Jesus appeared to 10 of the 11 disciples with Thomas absent. Eight days later, Jesus appeared to the 11 disciples with Thomas present. Jesus appeared to seven disciples by the shore of the Sea of Galilee. Jesus appeared to more than 500 disciples. Jesus appeared to James, and Jesus appeared to the apostles when he ascended to heaven. 5. Even the day of worship for the church was moved from Saturday to Sunday following the resurrection. 6. In summation, the meaning of the resurrection of Jesus is this. A. God was satisfied with the sacrifice for sin that Christ offered on the cross. B. Jesus conquered Satan, sin, and death for all who put their faith in him. Because Jesus lives, all believers will be resurrected too. For your ministry toolbox. First, review all of the scripture listed in the show notes, as there are many passages I did not mention in this podcast. If your podcast provider does not publish the show notes, go to our website at cmikids.com and look for episode 11. You will find all of the Bible verses listed there. Second, avoid trivializing the resurrection of Jesus by bringing the Easter bunny and Easter egg hunts into your children's ministry. The Easter bunny is mythology, and Easter egg hunts are a tradition. Neither is biblical or has anything to do with our Lord's resurrection, so I encourage you not to introduce them to kids at church. Have a good week, and may God be glorified through your ministry to kids. For Children's Ministries International, I'm Steve Cargus. Thank you for listening to the Children's Ministry Seminar Podcast. Please visit our website at cmikids.com, that's cmikids.com, and use this link to contact Steve Cargus to ask a question. Steve will personally reply to your question by email and may even answer it on a future episode as well, so keep listening. Until next time, may God bless you and your ministry to boys and girls at church.